Welcome back to The Pudding Boys. The Pudding Boys? No, just Pudding Boys. It's always been just... We are The Pudding Boys. We're The, the pudding, boys. pudding Boys. Yeah, it's Pudding Boys. Did I sent you a little... We um, found out what a... Well, you found out what a Pudding Boy is, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So my wife Googled Pudding Boys to see if we were kind of showing up, you know, we, we're famous yet, you know. And an Urban Dictionary result came up. And it was something along the lines of someone that's not particularly attractive, check. But also whose personality is slightly worse than their attractiveness. And I was just thinking, yeah, they got us. Yeah, they did. Like, For those of you that know us, you'll know. But for those of you that don't, we're not a great looking pair of dudes. No, we're not. We're not Handsome Jack and his handsome chum. Handsome Jack didn't have many friends by the end. <laughs> oh, that was important. Oh, no, I yeah. was just saying Handsome Jack as like just like a you're thing. the guy that you've been gazing out the window at while we've been yeah. setting this up. Well, okay. I've been daydreaming about. <laughs> so, Handsome Jack, if you're out there, pick up the personality a little bit, and just, you're not a pudding boy. Or just stand a little bit further to the left and take your top off. It's all I'm asking. <laughs> just a glimpse. Yeah, just, just something to get you through the week. I just need to see. Speaking of the week, it's been a good week for me. I've had a big week. I've had a week off of work <laughs> almost a whole week. But I've I, d- I feel like I haven't done much in summary, but every day I've done some shit. Oh, that's good. I've like done you, some big you, cleaning. If you can map the week, like if you can say what you did on the day on the yeah. week off. I'm not going to because off. it's mostly yeah, a list boring. of chores. However, the big one has been chemically removing all the wax on our dining room table and then sanding it and yeah, then, you're right. this is really boring. then resurf- I am <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking boys. I am one with wood now. <laughs> oh God. I am going to extract that quote and every time you text anything in the group chat, I'm gonna follow it with I am one with wood now. No fuck you because I'm literally <laughs> handy Andy and Charlie Dimmock's <laughs> Charlie Dimmock's love can child. You, can you hear yourself? I've got I've got handy the, Andy the short legs with of Andy Andy and the large breasts of Charlie Dimmock. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it for me. I think I'm out for the night. I I'm proud of what I've ach- achieved, accomplished, and tonight. Like you, like I was saying earlier tonight, fireworks. I've got, I've got this, I've got this sweet-looking dining room table that I can't eat off because it's not ready yet. But I'm going to eat some true pizza, which is the best pizza in the world. Fuck everyone else, and then I'm going to build a speed champ, a brand I, new speed champ. Do you know, I'm, I'm real mad because you, you know full well I've built all the ones that I can right now. I'm not buying the. Ford's yeah, the only one you're missing is the Ford. Too pack. expensive per the car. The Bronco and, and the yeah, GT. They never come off because they're like, oh, exclusive. Yeah. So they're always, but with postage, 50 quid. It's too much. It's fucking ridiculous. But the new ones, they've got it. They've nailed it. The, the two packs are £35 each. Oh, I wasn't sure whether you were speculating or No, that's it's on true. the website. Okay, then I will probably I'm buy all of them. I'm going to buy all seven cars. Yeah. On the first of March, all seven isn't. How many two packs is there? Two, two, two. Oh, there's packs. only two two packs. Yeah, there's the Astons and the Mercedes. They just don't fizz me that much. I might get the Aston. They're, yeah, but they're wait. Which Astons were they? Valkyrie and the Vantage. Mm. But they're the you know the these track ones. racy yeah. ones. Yeah, but I just feel like if they'd done a smaller classic Aston, yeah. and then the the Vantage. Do you know what though? Vantage the, the, the two track cars they did in the packs the c8 and the lamborghini something yes didn't fizz me when i saw them 
but then when you build them, build yeah, the, it's the same with the the Koenigsegg Jesko. Yeah. I know that's not quite the same thing, but it is. That, it's that same level of like tiddly bits. Pseudo hypercar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to end up hitting all seven. I'm I, going I, for the Kuntash first. I'm just going to order all of them off well, the website. Are you going to get them all in one go? Oh, I think there's um. I was on one of those videos that's got you know the what offers are coming next. Oh, yeah. Something gave me a little bit of a tickle. It was is it Jane Goodall? The uh, the chimps woman, you know the gorillas in the mist kind of thing. There's a murmuring that one of the, the gift sets, if you spend over a certain amount, is something to do with her. Okay. I'm particularly curious. I think that might be quite. Yeah, wasn't gorillas in the mist about war? No, it's a nature documentary, isn't it? Gorillas in the mist. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it is obviously. Oh, in the film. There's a dramatization of it with uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yes, yeah. It fit, I'm sure it was. No, I, you can tell natural history isn't my thing. That's, yeah. Hence the argument last week where you got all dinosaurs and I was more, you know, Bismarck. Dinosaurs. I'm not going to scream it this time. Bismarck, to be fair. Like, yeah, but I mean, Bismarck. E- either cool. Bismarck, the bloke or the ship. I mean, they're both kind of impressive. Yeah. But dinosaurs. Uh, Diane Fossey. It yeah, says. it's not her. It's not Diane Fossey. It's Jane Goodall. Jane. We're just sitting here. A primatologist about... and anthropologist. Yeah, you've come into a real weird, weird pudding voice. This is strange. The one where we talked about poop. She's yeah. the. Um, yeah. I made some promises earlier about talking about Xbox, and people are just going to come in. Oh shit! I'm Blore. Yeah, I've been Naylor for the past about ten minutes or so. I've been talking about gorillas and Lego. Yeah. Um, well, I had six minutes. We're doing good. Oh, okay. This preamble. Preamble ramble isn't too bad. But there's going to be some monkey business when you order it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> there will be if H finds out. <laughs> <laughs> if finds out how much it all costs. What are we talking? We're talking 70 for the two two-packs and then about 20 apiece for the others. Oh, yeah. So you, whether I get away with it this month or not, I'm not convinced. I think what we do is we order them because um, I'm going to have to do the same. <laughs> we put them away. And, and then we bring out a box every now and again. Day. Yeah, we bring oh. out a couple of boxes here and there. I don't think I can get away with it. She knows. She looks at my at my shelves. She knows what I've got. Yeah, no, no. But you put the box. You could literally just bring the boxes to the game room. I think at that point, though, you've got a complex. Yeah. You've got a like, problem. Yeah, if, you've you're got, gonna, if you're, if you're sneaking you're speed champs into the house, you've kind yeah. of got to own that you're buying speed champs. Like, yeah. Especially speed champs. I mean, if you can't pull out your new £15 toy and say... I bought myself this today. Yeah. Then I think that counts as an abusive relationship. I think so. I think you can get and now, a refuge. And we've, we've said this before. We, we like to just, if it's something like the uh, the farm truck, it's, it was around £100 or whatever. It's You, you poke your head and you say, I'm going to order this bad boy. Yeah. Because you feel like a bit of a dick when it just shows up on the door. Yeah. But a champ. Well, on the a same. A cheeky champ. Funnily enough, on the same footing, that's what I did with the. Um, so they got me. And signed up to Game Pass. But the oh, right, all yeah. access. This is right, so main main event. Talk main to me event. about Xbox. You were well, shill for Microsoft. We now, did spin into it because that was the saying. I stuck my head and said, Look, clear, we've cleared a couple of direct debits off recently. Mm-hmm. We've obviously not got the big, you know, hoo ha of wedding. Oh, God, yeah. So I said, Look, is there anything that's going to stop me affording? I think it's £20, £21 a month. That's a, it's not. It's not a large amount of money it's fine no I, we've just discussed I think, spending how more, much is Netflix more than now pizza. Nine, it's £10 nine ninety nine. 
no, so, and that's not and that doesn't 4K. Give, they don't UHD. give you a TV. No. And Netf- Net- yeah, Netflix is nine ninety nine for the, I think How it's the HD it? version that you can watch on two screens I think I have Family 4K. Is that the £14-ish one? Yeah, It's a I lot of so. money. It is well, it because Amazon is. It's about a lot of money because it's yeah, thirteen ninety nine apparently. Yeah. I pay for Amazon's that. eight pound, but they give you Prime delivery and stuff as well. So yeah, Netflix but the problem it, with Amazon is literally the user interface on my TV gives me motion sickness. Oh Christ! Yeah, I can't. Be. I cannot navigate it without feeling a little bit queasy. I don't know what it is, but that's a little bit weird. It's a weird one, you. but it's uncomfortable. But yeah, like, and then you've got Disney Plus, and uh, we. If I didn't it, get that for free. I wouldn't get it because I don't really care about any of it. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't really bothered. No, we got it because one of our friends doesn't use our Netflix and we don't use her <laughs> Disney Plus. It's just a weird thing I'm saying. I just said it like that. Yeah, just they're not listening. Nobody's listening. So. No one, no. Um no, I I went Disney's for it. always listening. Yeah. In case you say something bad about Encanto. Oh, have you watched it? I have. Did, have you forgotten it yet? Because it's the same as all the other Disney films, it's, yeah. It's slightly worse it's just I, th- it, I don't know if it's just it's coll- I'm tired it, it, of it. it I thought it was fine but it's just a collection of music videos nothing exciting happened though there was no real peril no oh yeah no nothing yeah but there's no real peril in Chef and that's fucking oh, awesome oh god yeah okay Chef well, broke the rules well made. you don't need to follow the whole donor prince princess thing anymore no I'll take that yeah good yeah. revolutionary film but talk to me uh, game pass god damn it <laughs> um, so yeah Stumped me and said, "Look, we can afford that." And the logic was actually now, and we talked about this last time. Yeah. For new game, you are talking sixty on the Xbox, seventy on the PS. Yeah, it's and Switch is still like fifty-five around there. Pokemon came in at fifty, which impressed me. Arceus. Yeah. Yeah. With the pre-order gifts, and that is Arceus, not Arceus. I'm sure it's Arceus. I'm sticking with that. It sounds less terrible. Yeah, Arceus. It doesn't. No. I mean, I get Ark. Because it's God after the covenant and all that it's kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Arceus. Um, but yeah, like 70, 60, 70 quid for new game. Mm. You're really committing. And if you don't like something, you're yeah. lumbered. I mean, I bought uh, last couple of years, just off the top of my head, it's, it's actually going back a while now because I don't really buy that many games at the moment. But I bought Resident Evil 2 Remake, brand new. Mm. And I couldn't really play much of it because it was too scary for me. I bought Resident Evil 7. Is that the one that did the motion sickness? No. I, yeah, Resident Evil 7 was. I bought Resident Evil 7 and I can't play that without feeling sick. Yeah. I bought Doom 2016. Yeah. I, can't play that without feeling sick. That even did me and I don't normally suffer from it. Yeah. I, 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 it sounds like I'm some kind of like... No, it is. It's super weakling, but it it's just it's been getting time. me. Um, and then I I also bought Horizon Zero Dawn brand new, and that was just crap. Yeah, that would have. That's the one that would have burned. <laughs> that's me. got some really. That's got a diehard fan base though. I know, but I don't get I'm it. Not one of them. It's just Assassin's Creed, but, but awkward grass. to control. It was well, Assassin's was all... Creed is awkward to control. No, it, uh, as well. Yeah, I haven't played it's, one of those. In years. I uh, I stopped that reason. after the Ezio stuff, and even that it was clunky, but it was it was Ezio. <laughs> so I came in. So I played it. Part of my logic was Halo. You know, you kind of look at it and think, okay. Yeah. What, what are you getting? Because you, you get the console. You get the console. So I went I went for the baby one because we've we've done this before. We did this oh, one. Oh, wait. One is there, you can buy the big one, can you? Yeah, you can. It's about an extra tenner a month. Okay. I toyed with it. My logic is that if I stick with the Microsoft route, 
Yeah. I'll buy one of those when they come down a bit for downstairs. Yeah. And I'll move the S up to my office. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm still putting my toe in the water. And I know full well I'll do what I did with the um, with the one. Yeah. And I'll end the up one. just buying yeah. the Oh, PS. you had an Xbox One, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I sold that. PS4 that's, Nino Cooney. That's like the only console. I mean, we, we both still don't have PS5. <laughs> we're making a point of it we, now we haven't got I'm still a... not that interested I want that bridge the keener the bridge yeah. or something or spirit within whatever it's called the the Pikmin ripoff I want that um my Ru wants Spider-Man oh Miles Morales yeah yeah so but, so that's two games I want Bugsnacks and I've got the free there's a new Ratchet and Clank isn't there as well I'll play that yeah, I'm, I'm not but I'm going to buy it when it yeah. comes down a bit in game and I'll probably want to play Gran Turismo on the best console yeah. that it's available on yeah that's a bit of an event yeah so well, I will get a PS5 however if you're saying I can pay what about 30 quid a month and get a Series X hmm. well that was the thing like I hope and like I say I probably will hmm. if it hits hard enough you're going to just big dick me here and get a Series well, X well I think on. it's because <laughs> it's probably because I have a small penis that yeah. I need to have the big console. Yeah, I I am fine with. I mean, I'm not going to get into the difference between these two. There are guys on YouTube that will take that part who've got money to have both, yeah. and have actually got much better TVs Which than I is, have to play it on. See, I I, get, I I haven't followed Xbox much because the Xbox One just did not interest me. But is do you know how the Xbox One X? That's like the big motherfucker of Xbox Ones. Is that about the same strength as an Xbox Series S? Not a million miles off, I don't think. Right. Without drawing up the spec sheets here, yeah. Because I mean, it wasn't. It's, it's an not incremental that old. leap, like. Honestly, and they let they. Sorry, I'm talking over you. They do let you play everything on everything, pretty much, don't they? Pretty much. I mean, honestly, if you put the two together at the minute with what's been developed for them at the moment, if you mm. put the two together, there's guys that do comparison videos on YouTube. Yeah, if they have like the X on a TV with the suitable refresh rate and you know, good HDR and that kind of thing. Yeah. You'll see a difference. It's whether the difference is worth it. I'm dead casual. We established last week I'm actually quite bad at games. Yeah, same think. same here. I'm not I'm not actually. But that I looked at it and thought I really fancied playing Infinite. I didn't really want to pay sixty, seventy quid up front. Oh Halo Infinite. And then buy the console. And also, you know what I'm like, I tend to get one game play the crap out of it, but that's because I don't want to commit to something else. Yes. Um, even like the, I mean, I was just texted you until I've gone back through the Wolfensteins mm. because you know what? Yeah, they're peanuts now on the PS4. I could have got them all, but they're free with this, or they're included yeah. with this. And that's no, yeah, that's, big the Game Pass does sound exciting. I have seen other people mention this, and this is something that I've thought of as well. I've thought of it. Um, <laughs> I probably haven't. I've probably only heard other people, and then I've agreed with them. I'm not that smart. But they, the Microsoft surely cannot keep it up. Well, there's there's the, a really there's a couple of really good articles floating out. I'm not going to read. Are them they too, are they doing that thing where they just pummel everything else into the ground and then they have to raise the price of Game Pass significantly? Probably because, it's less so. It's more the subscriber model because if you think about it, if you're on Game Pass, yeah, as soon as you leave Game Pass, you lose everything that you've got on Game Pass. You've got to go out and buy it. All. Can you still do you keep your save games? That's what I want. I think you keep the save data. Right. So if you bought that game and put it in, yeah, or downloaded it from the store, you could pick up the saved data, yeah, but you lose the game. So you know if you're kind of, you know, like them, they move to like Surface, even their device line, mm. they move to that as Surface as a service. Everyone wants you to subscribe. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it makes sense to them because at the end of the day, you're a perpetual... Yeah. Phone has nailed it. I get um, You don't need an S22. No. But if your contract comes around and they say you you're can going have another to get phone, one. most people don't cheapen their contract yeah. and have the same phone. they want a new phone. They want the new thing. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? So, and I, you've got to remember... Even though I play, I play probably a lot less games than I used to. I used to spend all the time I had free on video games. Now I'll probably spend, out of my seven days of the week, I will probably play on three days. I'll probably play video games. Unless yeah. I'm really like, like something like Arceus comes out and I'm like, blah, 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 I've got to play it. Yeah, I'm not on every day. Yeah, so I, but I would still probably class as a power user the amount of people that buy an xbox and then just buy the fifa, FIFA every year yeah. how much money are microsoft actually making about from that well, because i don't know if much of fifa's um microtransactions or sh- you know the dog shit that comes with it fuck you ea and fuck you fifa um i just got really angry about that that's a whole um, new, i think we touched on that before didn't we yeah yeah rgb gamer snakes again yeah i'm not going to start off on that i i I like to buy a game and have it be a game. Yes. But Microsoft are probably thinking, well, these people will subscribe to Game Pass because they don't want to pay 60 quid for FIFA and then then they'll play more. Well, I think about it. If you don't have the console, so with the console, it's 20 99 a month. You can actually as well, you can get the One, the 1S, I think it is. Yeah. And up, Or if you've done Game Pass Access, whatever it's called on that, you can upgrade your console. Yeah. A bit like upgrading your phone halfway through. Oh, do you, you give them the, the one back? Basically, yeah, and you pay some more money. Huh. But, like you were saying, I mean, if you think about it, if you buy FIFA on release day every year, and EA Pass is included in Game Pass. Yeah. So you're getting it. If you buy FIFA every year for 60, 70 quid, you've paid half of Game Pass. Yeah. The actual subscription. It's, it's one of those things. It It really does sound like a good deal. And I know somewhere down the line it's too good to be true and they're gonna something's got to give however well, i think the 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 whole logic is basically they they don't make a lot of money on console do they we've talked no. about this with no yeah they usually sell consoles at a loss but with that you're a constant source of income for them yeah like let's face it in two years i'm probably still going to keep my game pass going yes well you'll you'll be you'll be hooked in that's what yeah. they want well, I'll have a paperweight. I, it's one of the i i bet there's even more reasons why they're doing it rather than just mm. getting more people to be not high high users or power users but more engaged apparently the conversion's really high I was reading something on Windows oh, Central why wouldn't the, like, the you? conversion if you had people, an Xbox why wouldn't you well yeah, people buying games that have come out on game you know because some of them they have like a limited release so some things are on there almost forever. oh does it not just be but there forever sometimes a bit like Playstation now you know where things come on things drop I've off I've never used Playstation I now I had it for a year because I got a, a, like a, a free trial Black Friday kind of offer mm. um, it was okay yeah. but it's yeah apparently some of them do drop off but apparently the conversion rate for people buying them is actually pretty good oh if you liked the game yeah. you'll then buy it yeah I can see myself... I just did that. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Sound like Morrissey. <laughs> I can see myself doing that and getting the Xbox. I can um, see you just getting a bigger one because you want to Billy Big Dick me. Well, I would I would have to go for the bigger one because I would want to buy some discs as well. You know, mm. I, we're sitting yeah. in a room surrounded it's by physical media. I'm not thing. ready yet to give it up. And I... I fully understand. Even on the PS3, I've gone back and played some PS3 games. The game is not really on the disc. 
It's not. You have to sit and wait and download. So I would say the Wii backwards, short. That's worth buying physical media for. I'm still playing N64. I'm still playing Dreamcast. So, you know, I'll still keep buying older physical media, but I probably will give up buying newer physical media someday. But as I say, I'm not quite ready well, you yet. know where my consoles are. They're under the stairs. Like, our TV is on the living room oh, wall yeah, and the yeah, stairs yeah. got behind it. There's a little Harry Potter cubby oh, hole kind of thing. So it's it's but more of a pain for you to actually change this. It's fucking horrible. Like, uh, the, the main yeah. reason I play one game for six months is A, because I get not but terrible at it. So I play, like, Fallout for six months yeah. because I've about got my eight brain to kind of pick it up. But also, I can't deal with the searing back pain from changing <laughs> the disc. So I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. Xbox Game Pass because because I've got it and you well, don't want me well, to have no, something you for, haven't. <laughs> but like Forza is something that I, I want to play. I want to play the Halo, but I know I'm never going to drop um, the 500 or so over quid to get an Xbox outright. Yeah, £21 a month is real easy to lose it does if seem- you are a lot a easier to lose. Than you spend that a weekend at Greg's if you're not careful. Yeah, you've got to was, justify it by removing something. That was my logic. I, like, I looked at a couple of weekends, you know, because there's a Greg's down the road. Yeah. Like, a couple of weekends of breakfast cobs and treats. Yeah. And I paid for the Xbox. It's like, I, don't know, I could also stand to lose that weight. True. However, a lot of the time when you go to Greg's, it's on your way here. So I'm a little bit... <laughs> don't <laughs> I feel like that, I'm a little bit put out. <laughs> Yeah, but that's on the morning PB. It's not on the yeah. That's yeah. the the that's staying the that's elusive kind of, morning PB. Yeah, that's canon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a good segue in my head for this when you said justify. I was going to say something else. We have got to justify is our scores in numbers of the beast. It would have been a good segue. That wasn't smooth, but we'll use it. it I think it was. I think it was smooth. So, Numbers of the Beast this week. Don't it's... you normally go tanking in with a bit where you introduce Numbers of the Beast as well? Yeah, I'm about to read it. Oh, good, because I thought you'd just completely forgotten everything about how we do podcasts. No, I, I'm slightly on it, maybe. Welcome again. <laughs> Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. The segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Iron Maiden and this week it is Fear of the Dark. But before we jump into it, I do have a little apology to uh, point out. Is this for everything you've ranked previously? <laughs> no. Do you know how last week we were talking about how I used a calculator to add 2.8 to 2.8? 5.6. Yeah. I used a calculator to do that because I'm that dim and I still said it was 5.8 and wrote down 5.8. It doesn't change much, does it, though? Does it? Does no, it, it, it no, it wouldn't change position no, at just, all. This, this is real low. A lot about how badly you've been. But I just know there's going to be someone out there that's just fuming at the fact that I can't add two point eight to two point eight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry. No prayer for the dying. No prayer for the dying. No prayer for the dying. Um, was five point six, not five point eight. No sorry prayer for that album. It Everyone, sorry, Jeremy from Norfolk. He sent an email in to call me a 
cunt. Fear that, of the dark. That's my pseudonym, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> well, your pseudonym is Jeremy from Norfolk. Yes. Be quick or be dead. Thanks. <laughs> be quick it's or like be you dead. You just called me to a duel. What was your score on that? I gave it a six. I give it a five. It's good. It's a lot of fun. It's a good it's, time. Be quick or be dead. It was the first. I think it's um, best of the beast. It's one of the best of. Oh yeah. It's the first song on it, and it works. It really rips yeah. in. Like it's a good opener. Yeah. I find when you think about it, when you're thinking, oh, be, did I say I'd give it five? Yeah. I find when you think back about it, you're like, oh yeah, it's, it's cool. It's not that great. But then when you're listening to it, you're it gives you a little bit more into it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I dropped it on about the second listen for this, and by the fourth, it was right back up there. Yeah, yeah. No, I I did struggle giving it a five, but then when it kind of after the Compared after the two or three listens, it's like no, yeah, this is this it's this a earned it. It it's is a bop. bop. It did make me think. Maybe I was a little harsh on the Prowler, giving the Prowler a four. It's a lot better than the Prowler. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think is. I've got some like nostalgia for the Prowler mm. now. See the this, Prowler or just yeah, Prowler? Yeah, I think Be Quick or Be The Dad Pudding Boys or Pudding Boys? <laughs> From um, here to eternity. I gave it a five. I gave it a four. Do you know, I really like the chorus. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Do you know why I've given it a four? Go on. Because it never fucking ends. Yeah, it's, it's a long song. It's really... I don't know how long it actually it, is. It feels like a long song. But it feels like a long... And you've had enough after the second chorus. Yeah. You've had enough, but it goes but on and on and on. I really, I find myself singing along with it every time I put it on. Yeah, I find it stuck in my head afterwards more yeah. than any other song on this album. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Afraid to Shoot Strangers, I had a torrid time ranking, and I think I've hit almost every number, so what did you get? I correctly held back a little bit mm. i was going in hot and then i pulled back a little mm-hmm. and i ended up giving it a five i gave it a four but it starts first time i listened through i'll put it straight down at a two i wasn't even interested it hit a f- really yeah it hit a six i think that says a lot about three, you that you're an idiot and it dropped down i've settled on a four yeah. because every time more than any other song i think on this album it depends on my mood if yeah, I'm in oh, the mood yeah. for it, and if it's not, we'll talk about this next week. I think it's well. a little bit more subtle. Blaze does it a lot on the live, uh, you know, in that period. It may I've just had a look on the website as well, and it kind of it comes around a lot in his set lists. Yeah, I really don't like his version. I'm a big Bruce fan for that one. I think you do need Bruce to sing that one because it is you. You need that really interesting, the breathy voice. kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, that, actually, that's a fair ranking. That fear is the key. I give it a three. Yeah. Did you oh, give it a three? Me too. I mean, it it is what it is. It's, it's fine. not bad. It's you're not skip, a bad. You're skipping song. it if you're not doing numbers of the beast. Yeah. Um, I have to say that sums up this album a little bit. I don't know. Do you know? I, I surprised feel. myself a little bit. I su- I surprised some myself of the songs did. because some of them grew on me. Yeah. yeah. Just, I think I may have given this, a, I think I listened to this maybe More five times. Oh, like fuck you. you. <laughs> I listened to it about five times. And so things did go up after I started to know the lyrics. Yeah. Maybe no prayer for the dying. No. I, I, <laughs> I thing is, this one I wanted to come back to. I've listened to this yeah, every I didn't, day. Yeah, this I week. wasn't putting it off. Yeah. Yeah. Every day this week I've put this on. Yeah. 
I couldn't have done that with no prayer for the dying. I just wasn't interested enough to. I'd yeah. rather have listened to an episode of the Pudding Boys. Uh, childhood's end. I gave it a four, and I think yeah. I might have been a bit too harsh. No, yeah, I think you might. Have, I gave it a good. four. Yeah, but in the context of the album, there's better. That's the problem. Yes, and it's for me. It wasn't wasn't better than Afraid to Shoot Strangers, and giving that a four kind of held it. Right. Yeah. No, I can see that. Wasting love. I gave it a five. You're a fucking that, idiot. That one went both ways, and I, that's been a two to a five. It's a seven. It is a seven all day. All day, I, every day. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't think you got it. I don't think you get it. There's more fun on the album. It's Yeah, it's not fun. It's sad no, yeah, but slow more like, and interesting. Yeah, but they do that better as well. In the context of Iron Maiden, they do big sad better. I don't know if they've ever done slow sad better than Wasting Love. See, I think I'll, if they do slow sad, I think I want World War One. Uh, <laughs> I I really like. Wait, I think you've you've biffed it. I think if you've I kept if one. I if I kept listening to the album, it yeah. might creep might creep to a six. I don't. I'm not. It's one of those things. I. It's. I'm not like super angry because I can see where you're going with it, but. I just completely disagree. Like Afraid to Shoot Strangers, though, for me, it started real low. I wasn't interested. I've never been interested in a song. And I, every time one I listen... my... If I think, oh, I'm going to put some Iron Maiden really? on, I'll put that on. I've yeah. never done it same with Same with, like, Remember Tomorrow as well, which yeah, also you were wrong about. About The Fugitive. Five. Yeah, agree. It's just fun. It's a good... It's, it's yeah. a bop. I didn't check... But is it also about the prisoner? Uh, the prisoner. <laughs> the prisoner. I think it was. I think we looked. Oh no! Wait, no. It is a film itself. It's part of that. But it can't be based on that because that isn't it part of like the, you know, nowadays they'd call it a universe or whatever. Ooh, I don't know. No idea. But um, it's a good song anyway. It's a good. It's song. a great song. Really cool yeah. chorus. Does go on a bit. Yeah, but it is still that's five. part of the problem. I think. Chains of misery. A six. <laughs> and I oh, in real piece of shit! It's so much. Fun. I that's the one that I've been walking around singing. So, all if you look at the way I've written three, you'll see that it's actually a bit different to my normal writing, because and that's you, because you, I was you, hovering you a bit, over so drawing a, a two for so long. Yeah. The verses were quite good. The chorus, the chorus is, is just brilliant. Shit. It's, it's utter shit. No, utter it's shit. so much fun. In the chorus. Though? The chorus is like the assassin. No, the chorus on this one, I think. Watch out! Uh, there's not. Yeah, but this time it's fun. It's it's not. It's, it's that's it that's a real like you know full well your guitarists and you ba- like they're all going up to the six. A six. You know they're all going up to Poor the poor man's Mister Torture. The chains of misery. Poor it's man's just... Mister Torture. Yeah, but Mister Torture seven. So it's Mister Torture. It's an eight. Yeah. It <laughs> transcends no, reality. Change of misery. I had a lot of fun listening, and that's the one that I found myself walking around humming, at, like at the dogs while I'm making coffee. I think less of you. Every <laughs> week, every week we do this, <laughs> but I genuinely think less of you after you've said that. The apparition. It's a two. It's a two because it's so boring. It's. There's not nothing as, wrong with it. It's not as it's bad as the assassin. Boring. The lyrics and the apparition, the more you listen to them, the worse they get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are real Scooby-Doo level. I'm moving stuff around and you can't see me. Yeah, no, oh, my good. God. But, like, I think if King Diamond did that... It'd be fun. It would be fun and it'd have, like, a... That's what it lacks. It lacks a bit of the, like, 
the shtick. I bet I've just popped everyone's eardrum. Yeah, these new mics were a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, where are? Oh, Judas, be my guide. It's a four. You're a fucking <laughs> troglodyte. It's a seven. It's not. It's one of the best Iron Maiden songs. You're an actual piece of Judas, my guide. It could whispers. It could have been anywhere between a three and a five, depending on my no, mood. And no, I it. no, it's not going on outside no. of this album. Yes, it is. It's not. It's no. a good song. It's got a bit of fun to it. It's not as catchy as Change of Misery. You, oh my god, <laughs> Judas be my guide. The, uh, they should have just called it Judas, my guide. Judas, my guide. Because that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Is a seven, and it embodies the seven so well because it's got everything that you get from like the trooper. Ace is high, which is actually a six. It's got it's got everything that the big songs have, but it's not been played to death. It just doesn't do any of them quite as well. It fucking does. It's not. You it's, twat. it's not bad. It's just it's not that exciting. It is exciting. It's okay. It's really exciting. It's okay. Oh, I'm not screaming. I'm, well, I'm I'm singing. You're I'm making not me screaming it at my windscreen. I am. I no, am. That's what change the misery is there for. <laughs> Oh my god. What about Weekend Warrior? It's a two and it was almost a one because it's shit. I gave it a three and I think I was generous. You're being way yeah. too generous on that. It's a two. I think it's a two. I'm going to go up now. Yeah, I'm going on record. No, I'm not because that's going to screw the album. I'm sticking with it. It's a two. Uh, yeah, it's it's a two. yeah, it's a low three, low two. Yeah. Fear of the Dark it's is a seven. Objectively a seven. Yeah. It's one of the most iconic heavy metal songs of all time. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. And it's the most iconic live song. It's an absolute staple. Yeah. Because it's it's where usually you get like the scream for me, Tonic Yeah, You get get the crowd singing the guitar line. I think that's like the... Scream for me, Sheffield! Scream for me, Jeremy from Norfolk! (laughs) Whole different uh, thing. Um, Yeah, you're right. It's if you come away, they're not done run to the hills, done with the beast, that kind of thing. You kind of think, oh, okay, maybe they feel like they're overplayed at giving that one a, a year off. Yeah. Fear of the Dark, I'm writing to them if they skip it because that is where I get my sing song. Yeah. That's where everyone gets to sing yeah. song. You need that. Whoa, the, like, yeah. Can you imagine them going to like South America whoa, whoa, whoa. and yeah. not playing that? How, how can you be... show all of the people around you with their tops off that you are that the you most rocking? Know all of the guitar lines. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. With, Without fear of the dark, I think there would be a lot more unrest in South America. I, I feel like it binds millions of people together every year. It stopped. It stopped an armed conflict at some point. Probably. It's that big. It's yeah. that big a deal. And you know, we said it earlier because we do talk outside of the PB studio. Putting it at the believe. end of the album. Um, yeah, but putting it at the end of the album is is brave, huge, like because stunning and brave. <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't even a single. What fear of the dark? Be quick or be dead. Obviously, here to eternity and wasting love were the singles from this album. Well, wasting love, I get. What I'm surprised Judas wasn't. I'm surprised. I really, I'm, I'm a little bit upset about that. But it's it'd be it's seven seven minutes sixteen seconds long. Yeah, it would be a hard the one. Singles. To pull off. They, they would chop it. Wasting Love's five and a half. It's long. Wasting Love's too long for a single. Mm, no. In that era. Maybe yes. Yeah. Because yeah. some uh, pop singles were like two minutes 30, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, radio edits were all like below three minutes, That's weren't they? so weird. 
People are dumb. Yeah, the the 90s, you look back and everyone gets all rose-tinted and does stupid club nights. Yeah. The 90s sucked. 90s were shit. <laughs> S Club 7 suck. <laughs> Despite you singing them at every opportunity. Never had a dream come Did you decide true. that was an Iron Maiden riff? Yeah. Empire of the Clouds. Yeah, it's yeah. ripped off. They ripped we'll, it off. We'll talk about that. They saw we'll, we're Anna gonna... from S Club 7 and thought, Bruce looks a bit like her. We're going to fall out about that one. Oh no, yeah. I love it. It's a seven. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're, you're still not giving it the reverence it deserves. <laughs> what did you come out at on that? I came out uh, total score of 54, yeah. which sounds real impressive. I think that's the highest total score yet. It's a lot of songs. It's though. a fucking long album, um, which helps it because it can pull up fucking Weekend Warrior a bit and Chains of Misery. It came out as a 4.5. I got 51, 4.25. 4.25. We're not a million miles away from each other. I think, well, we're not. We're in the same room. I think we also, I think that keeps it in the same place in both of our hierarchies, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it does. So that would come out at a 8.75. You sure? Do you want a calculator? Do you want an abacus? 8.75. Oh, okay. 8.75 puts it in fifth place after okay. peace of mind, but it's so close. So, Peace of Mind, 8.89. Fear of the Dark, 8.75. Iron Maiden, 8.38. The length costs it. The length does cost it because it, it those big those, hitters, those yeah. Wasting Love, Fear of the Dark, Judas Be My Guide, those sevens, those three fucking sevens, you absolute shitter, they can't pull up the album as much because there's 12 goddamn tracks. There's 12, 12 goddamn yeah, tracks. Yeah, there are people that don't enjoy Chains of Misery because they don't have a sense of fun or whimsy. It's not good. It's, it's not it's good. It's not good. It's bad, but it's fun. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's you're not. Gonna, you're going to sing that in the shower. <sighs> it's the same as Hooks and You. It's not. It's it is. It's the exact same. Not, I can't oh, believe you, can, you can't argue that Chains of Misery is good and Hooks and You no, isn't. No, it's better. It's, Hooks and You is just a rushed version of Chains of Misery. They've just done one of them. You'd have enjoyed it. Do you know what you can't rush? A complex pudding. So let's set our differences aside, put our hands together, and summon our good friend, <laughs> Thomas Lethbridge. We're going to need some candles and salt, I think. Pudding of the Week. Hello, once again, Pudding Boys. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where I procure a delicious dessert from around the globe, from space and time, and bring it to you to sample. And this week's Pudding of the Week is Profiteroles. Profiteroles, Profiteroles. Profiter rules. Pause for applause. Or super choice. Choux la creme in French. It is a filled French choux pastry ball with typically a sweet and moist filling of whipped cream, <laughs> custard, or ice cream. <laughs> moist? <laughs> what? What is it? With a typically sweet and moist sweet, filling. Moist. I don't know where you went, but it didn't sit well. Sweet and moist. Everything it's, it's good in it's life. You saying that? War, famine, pestilence, and pudding over there. Moist. 
The puffs may be decorated or left plain, or garnished with chocolate sauce, caramel, or a dusting of powdered sugar. Savoury profiteroles oh. are also made filled with pureed meats. Oh. Okay. I could see it working with a potted beef. Oh, I could get it. Cheese, something like that. Some kind and of, a bit like tortellini, but with shoe pastry. Yes. And they were commonly garnishes for soups. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting Yes, it. I thought you would be. I didn't bring you on today. Maybe next time Slip I'll... Slip one in with the warm... Swing by the 1800s <laughs> and scoop some of those up. <laughs> shoe pastry is the key ingredient to profiteroles, and they were said to have been invented... It's, sorry, said to be invented by um, the head chef... To the court of Catherine de Medici. Never so, met her, but good lad. Oh, I met her <laughs> plenty of times. <laughs> she had come to France from her native Florence to marry Henry the Second. And speaking of Florence, we're going to have to hit Florence up at some point for a for a pudding because there's a big one. There's a big one. The self-titled. <laughs> now the original recipe has changed as the years have passed, and pastry chef's art develops over time um so it, it's quite far from its origins of a of a two pieces of shoe pastry it's a lot more finer now but it is still traceable back to that time period so i uh i will hand this fine plate of profiteroles i've uh jazzed yours up a little bit these are actually Cookies and cream profiteroles. Nothing fills me with dread more than you jazzing something up, Tom. Well, I think you'll be happy to know that these were actually procured for us by our good friend Ryan, who's probably oh. listening. Hello, Ryan. Which Ryan? Are we talking like which century? I stole them for? from his freezer. Oh, delicious. So there, you help yourself. I will, I'm going to Ryan scoot, is vouched for scoot them. away and let uh, Blore come back to his profiteroles and squash. Let me just have a... I couldn't get a very good slurp on that one. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, it's just not my day today. Farewell, boys! See you, Tom. Mm. What do you think? I do it, think there did... might be a fifth horseman. More <laughs> famine, pestilence and pudding. Like... <laughs> Obesity? <laughs> yeah. The pestilence. Famine so hopes him. Yeah, mm. yeah. I bet he, yeah, he's doing this to dick on famine. I just saw that as like a... Yeah, you know, just click my article. Famine hates him. <laughs> See how much weight you can gain. <laughs> oh, God. That's up there with it puts the chicken and the bread in the oven and gets a delicious meal for the whole family kind of YouTube video. Mm. Oh, they've all mm. got like German names as well, the channels have. Yes, these are good. These are superb. I really like these particular ones because... Cookies and cream. Yeah, what you can't hear is essentially it's a normal profiterole filled with cream. It's been dipped in like white chocolate and Oreo bits is mm. how I can describe it. They have a good time. Yeah, yeah I'm having a good time over here. The mics aren't going to help with that. That was just too much. You are Han Solo. I like the fact that you can put a whole one in and still talk. Perfectly fine. Real cold though, so it makes me go down if you you put the whole one in. I'm not going to do my scale through a profiterole because I think that might really annoy all of our listeners. Wait, do I? I think I have this last one. 
Yeah, I know my last one. You guys yeah. can just hear some chewing. Yeah, yeah snotting the other week and then. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. That's what they come for. Mm. Oh, I hear me eat. It's like an audible mukbang. Which, <laughs> <laughs> once again, has nothing to do with the Pokemon. Because mm. that would be messy. Mm. I was going to go everywhere. Yeah. Um, Semen and, and pollutants. Sewage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Semen and sewage. People are into that. It's the title of your pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas just like stick his head through the ceiling or something to get that one in. <laughs> that, do you know what? All jokes aside, Semen and sewage would make a very good album, album title. For like That's... a whole surface. You know, or was that did... deep switched? Yeah, you know when we did Toxic Angel. Yeah. We should have called it Semen and Sewage. Probably should have. What is yours? What's your scale? I'm going back to uh, it's some. It's a channel we both enjoyed, and for some reason this week I've just gone straight back to it. You know, uh, Brave Wilderness with Coyote Peterson. <laughs> yeah, it's the insect sting pain index. Oh yeah, I've gone back through all his sting videos just because I like is watching. He, yeah, he's the guy the floor. that lets the insects all have a taste. Mm, really interesting, actually. Oh, you know what? I, I prefer l- Camp Keenan. Mm, I feel like I learned more from Coyote. One, that reptiles one. It's more indoors. It's less like outdoor adventure. Yeah, it's less. But there's a, there's a reptile channel that I'm pretty into. But he keeps fucking posting Instagram pictures of big ass spiders. So when I log in to post to PB, <laughs> there's always a fucking Goliath birdie to. He's still distracted from the one that's crawling up the toilet to <clears throat> nip you on the uh, peen. We don't live in Australia, uh, safe. Nah, they're coming over here. <laughs> they're Slowly, they're, they're coming they're over here. They're making. They're coming in. In my toilet. <laughs> they're coming through the border. Um. <laughs> Do you know what? You'd think I'd be going low. Would Wait, be so, good. Describe the scale to me. Where does it? I'll tell you what. I'll what, go on the. Is it a numerical? The Natural History Museum. So I'm I'm using the the published version on there because it's a fun scrolling kind of job. Oh it's yeah, real nice picture. You get to like, see these ants. That's good. So entomologist Justin Schmidt recorded his own experience of venomous stings. So to be clear, this fella just let them have a go on him. Yeah. And recorded just how much it hurt. And he ranked it on a scale from one to four. Yeah. One being, yeah, okay. See, I know I sometimes find that the seven for the pudding, uh, pudding of the week, the seven for the numbers of the beast is restrictive, but four. Yeah, one to four for all the insects. That's crazy. And like, so red fire ant is a one, I think he put it as. Um, sharp, sudden, mildly alarming, like walking across a shag carpet and reaching for the light switch, you know, that kind of sharp, oh, yeah. sharp kind of thing. He goes, I mean, they've got a few examples on here, not every insect. But we go down to the tarantula hawk, which coyote gets stung by, and it's that's the big old wasp that lays eggs inside the big a tarantula. Yeah, it's not much fun. Uh, blinding, fierce, shockingly electric. A running hairdryer has just been dropped into your bubble bath. Fuck. You'd think I'd go low as being better, but I'm going big. No, like, yeah, they make an impact. Yeah, you're not watching a video until you've watched all the others of a guy getting bitten by a red ant. Yeah. You're going to watch the guy getting bitten by a wasp that looks like an eagle. Yeah. So I'm putting this at a four. This oh, is Angela are... Hawk. This is oh, really? a big hitter. I fucking love profiteroles. Yeah. Like, I can't stress to you just how much I enjoy little balls of shoe pastry <laughs> filled with moist, sweet filling. I can do something with that sentence. But the, um, to be fair, you've already dropped like three in this episode. Three innuendos. So. I really like profiteroles, and I like the fact that these are a bit different to normal ones, <laughs> because I didn't really ever imagine that you did anything different with them. 
No, they're I, always I actually, a ball with some chocolate sauce yeah, on them. So this excites me. Mm, yeah. It's opened up a world of possibilities. Not that I'm going to make my own because shoe pastry is fucking hard. Yeah, I'll just buy them from Marks and Spencer yeah. like a normal person. They can make them for me. Yeah. No, Steal they are a big hit for me. And like, you know, all the big events, if you go to Christmas, mm. you go to Christmas. If you're not Christmas, <laughs> tell King Harold I will not marry him. Bring out <laughs> the profit rolls, mummy. <laughs> to be fair, about 12 people have listened to that album. It's that old Rebellion one. There's a good chance that at least four of those 12 also listen to The Pudding Boys because it's a really weird Venn diagram. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, they are a huge hitter for me. And the cookie dough just... Hmm, it it, it does slap it together. Oh, pissing shit balls. You no, know what I forgot to do? Rolls. <laughs> I forgot to do the thing at the end of Numbers of the Beast again. What way? If you want to listen along with it. Yeah, and it's such a fun thing to do, but it's better... Right. If you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments, <laughs> buy some profiteroles. Next week's numbers of the had. beast will be the X factor. And what I wanted to talk about, actually, without we're going to have to do it quickly because we are dragging on. But I wanted to say I am ready for an album without Bruce. It's been a long time with Bruce, and I'm honestly getting a little stale. It's getting a little stale. I thought Fear of the Dark might be actually lower because of that, but then I kind of had to force to focus on each individual track and really like no it's not fair to lower this because this song is this so yeah i'm i'm ready for no bruce for a little bit it and i think you appreciate him i think bruce was ready for no bruce i oh, think yeah, steve was ready for no bruce his solo stuff there was i think that's when we got accident at birth isn't it that was fucking great the gap it's one of my favorite albums of all time so call to arms do they call it that no they call it call to action where can you find the PBs? Yeah, we don't want you, no insurgencies on, no. Our, on our part. No, we thank are, you. No. Don't Stay fight. at home. Don't, don't throw your lives away for the Pudding Boys. But we are available on the YouTube channel, Pudding Boys. Please hit uh, subscribe on that and, and leave a comment if you can. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and all the other kind of podcasting platforms. Please hit the... I think sometimes it's called subscribe, sometimes it's follow. Make sure you you sub whatever it is for that thing to you know so you get the notification on a Wednesday. We do this every damn week. Like yeah. we we put a lot of ourselves into this. This every is my week. art. Yes. This is my <laughs> this is my legacy. Yeah, I think it really says In something. In a hundred years' time, this, this is, is all the that best we, we could do. <laughs> this is the best <laughs> we could manage. No, I think after death, we just leave instructions to just erase all the PB. <laughs> take it with us like, hit the red button it was a moment in time if you weren't there you won't get yeah, it yeah bury us with hard drives I, with it on I don't know I kind of want the archaeologists to think everything that we've done was ritual yeah I want them to think that Thomas Lethbridge <laughs> was some kind of deity <laughs> was is whatever yeah uh, we also have Instagram, which is a pretty cool way to check out the fun bit of artwork that I do for every uh, episode. And then we post sometimes other things, but mostly it's the fun piece of artwork and the the different puddings. And uh, we're still waiting on that intro. We'll get there eventually. But for now, we'll just ramble at you. Bye. <laughs> I enjoy a little moist, sweet balls.